Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP, we got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, and I'm your host, John June. Happy Wednesday. It's the day before NFL season opener. I got my guy, Greg Penniman. Got to put the chain off this, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Greg, what is up, bro? What's good, man? Excited, excited for sure. Uh, tomorrow, week one, uh, NFL season begins. You, you start to hear the chatter around work and everything. I'm over here looking at these survivor picks so I could put in some survivor picks for, for week one. Uh, just, yeah, the start of the NFL season, it's an event, you know, like definitely because football is the shortest season. So it's, uh you know, the next 20, 21 weeks so is going to be, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, definitely, definitely going to be crazy. Um, you know, excited for Thursday night football, excited for the season opener, you know, definitely cannot wait to, sit back and watch football that actually matters and root for players in our fantasy lineup, uh, our fantasy lineups, you know, depending on how many true, teams true. you have, <laughs> how many <laughs> rosters you have. Uh, I know that the contingent that is fantasy football diagnostics has a lot between the two of us. So, Oh, I mean, yeah, the majority over here. Oh, over here. Yeah, let me swing it over. <laughs> I, I always want to know the number every year if it – uh surpasses uh i guess I just, your record no i just stopped like, counting i stopped yeah. counting at this point because yeah, um, i'm not trying to not trying to deal with that yeah um all right as we always do on our thursday night football previews we we got to give out some streams of the week here sure. uh, and then we're going to break down some thursday night football and rules for streams of the week they must be less than 50 percent owned or rostered on uh, in Yahoo leagues, um, and that's really it. You know, like if they're fifty percent, they're they're fair game at that point. So, definitely um, excited to get into this because you know, like we said, streaming quarterbacks. Uh, it's kind of where we hope to make our money, and uh, looks like me and Greg are trying to make some money <laughs> in the same place this week. So, uh, Greg, who's your quarterback stream of the week? Uh, yeah, you got to go with a guy that we're big on, my sleeper of the year at the quarterback position, famous Jameis, Jameis Winston. Uh, he's going against the Atlanta Falcons. He's 46% rostered, so he's right under that threshold. Um, but, yeah, definitely after this week, I think a lot of teams are going to be adding him um, just for a good, solid quarterback, even as a backup quarterback uh, on your roster. Uh, he's very solid. I mean, the last year numbers were were kind of were kind of crazy. I mean, in the seven games he started, he had a 8.7 touchdown percentage. Uh, it's really high for Jameis, a 1.9% uh, interception percentage, so super low for a quarterback like him. The system works for him, uh, small sample size, but I see no reason why he can't get not to the 8.7, but that's, you know, similar numbers as far as keeping those interceptions low um, and getting uh, good touchdowns, uh, getting good touchdown opportunities. Uh, and he has a better targets now. He has Michael Thomas back. Uh, that should only help him. Atlanta against Atlanta Saints are favored to win. Uh, so they're going to be using Kamar. They're going to be using uh, Michael Thomas uh, in a game that they should control. So give me the Saints. Give me famous Jameis. Absolutely love that. Um, you know, we, me and you have the same 
quarterback stream of the week this week. That is Jameis Winston as well. I mean, I will say, I'll throw that out there. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was my number one target for the stream of the week here when his matchup against Washington, which will obviously uh, break down tomorrow when we break down all the 1 p.m. games. Um, you know, and, and he is my sleeper quarterback of the year, but unfortunately he didn't meet the roster criteria, the roster ship criteria here for stream of the week. So um, Jameis Winston was who I landed on it. And he's going up against Atlanta who, you know, you talked about the numbers of, of Jameis Winston last year, the 8.7% touchdown rate, uh, you know, the, the low interception rate, but he's also getting Michael Thomas back, gets a healthy Alvin Kamara to throw the football too as well. That's, that's a plus. Yes, and then the, match, the matchup here is really nice. Atlanta was not great against uh, quarterback or, you know, just quarterbacks in general, pass offenses uh, outside of AJ Terrell. They didn't really have much on the defensive side of the ball, um, you know, in the secondary, at least, you know, Grady Jarrett's still a good player, but um, in terms of, you know, what he was, uh, you know, the, the whole, the defense as a whole that, you know, they just couldn't really defend the quarterback position. So Jameis Winston to me delivers, uh, a top 12 week. That's how I have him ranked. And uh, yeah, lock, locking in. Yeah, definitely a good safe pick for people. And that's the guy you're adding to stream and then probably keeping on your roster after this week. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely going to ride that, ride that wave for sure. Um, you know, I'm not sure who they have next week, but definitely, uh, you know, again, like we've talked about with James Winston, the, the weapons this off season or the weapons that he has in this offense, you know, it, 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 it's, Good recipe for a nice quarterback uh, fantasy performance-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg, who's your tight end stream of the week? I'm going to go with uh, deep in the bag. I'm going with Hayden Hurst uh, versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's only 9% roster, so he's basically free out there, going a lot of undrafted in a lot of leagues. Uh, definitely a, a sleeper tight end I was looking at uh, in this, uh, you know, coming into the season. The Bengals, uh, that he, the team he plays for now, I mean, they, they definitely, Joe Barrow, he definitely targets the tight end. Between CJ Uzama and Drew Sample, you know, they had 78 targets last year. Uh, so if you're going to give a guy like, you know, Hayden Hurst close to that number, maybe uh, bump that up even more because, you know, he's younger, uh, fresher, than more veteran than Drew Sample, but younger than CJ Uzama. Uh, good tight end, you know, that I think coming into this team, uh, I think that could bode well for a team that's going to be good in, in a high explosive offense. Uh, so that could create touchdown opportunities for him. Uh, and going against the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, again, Another matchup where the Cincinnati Bengals are, are favored in. Uh, good recipe for success. Uh, I like Hayden Hurst. I think he's going to get some opportunities here, close to 80 targets. Yeah, I, I like the Hayden Hurst pick. I know he was somebody that that we've talked about for sure. And, um, you know, Joe Burrow is going to target the tight end, you, you know, especially being surrounded by these receivers, Jamar yeah. Chase, T. Higgins. And Tyler Boyd in the slot. I mean, you have to pick your poison there, and eventually, you know, the tight end is is going to be somebody that that gets open. And Hayden Hurst is somebody that just, you know, he was stuck behind he was stuck behind Mark Andrews in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and he goes to Atlanta, has, a, you know, a decent year there, and then they draft the unicorn that is Kyle Pitts, and I was yep. and he was stuck behind Kyle Pitts. So, yep. uh, Hayden Hurst, who who was a first round pick by the way, uh, by the Baltimore Ravens. Again, just happened to be beat out by uh, his classmate, third-round pick, Mark Andrews, for the lead tight end spot. Um, yeah, I think he's he's definitely a, a good play this year long-term, especially. Uh, for me, I'm going deep in the bag, too. Uh, at the time that I did my research, 
This man was only 2% rostered, and I'm pretty Ooh. sure he's it's not going up. <laughs> it's not going up. Uh, I'm going with Tyler Conklin. You know, you referenced CJ Uzama, who, you know, makes a trip over to, to the New York Jets. Uh, but the Jets got two tight ends in free agency this year, Tyler Conklin being the other one. Uh, and by all accounts, uh, he has been one of the best players in training camp. Um, and the quarterbacks tend to look at him early and often. And Baltimore was not very good against the tight end position last year. Uh, they've got some new faces in their secondary, uh, specifically at the safety spot. So let's see if they figured out how to stop the tight end position in week one. Uh, Joe Flacco who is making a start there for the Jets. So uh, if you're in some desperate need of some tight end help, Tyler Conklin is available 2% of Yahoo leagues. Yeah, got to love that one. I mean, not surprised because he is playing for the New York Jets. But <laughs> Tyler Conklin is definitely uh, a name we brought up on the stream of the week a lot in the previous seasons. Yeah, I mean, we definitely brought yeah. him up last year. He had yeah, like a 600-yard sure. season in Minnesota. Yeah. Solid. Very solid. Uh, got paid. So, yeah, for sure. Um, Let's move on. Our defensive streams of the week, Greg, who do you have for your defensive stream of the week? Just picked him up this morning uh, for the Herbert Outfitters. You know, Philadelphia Eagles going against Detroit. Uh, They're 40% rostered. Uh, mainly, this is all matchup-based for, for when you're looking at defense. Uh, Philadelphia did make some additions on, on the defensive end uh, on that D-line and the secondary. But uh, Detroit, um, a team that, you know, was abysmal last year on the offensive end. Uh, they still have the same quarterback, Jared Goff. Uh, they definitely, you know, have talent around Jared Goff. The offensive line has improved. Uh, I think there's opportunities for Philadelphia to get a lot of sacks and, and get some picks on, on Jared Goff uh, for sure. Yeah, I like this one, Greg. Um, I, I do have to ask you a question here on the show, live live mm -hmm. on our show, because we are live now. We're a live show. <laughs> yes, you can catch it four times a week <laughs> on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Also, you can catch us in podcast platforms, you know, where you can catch your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. But, Greg, I have to ask you this question here. We were drafting the uh -huh. other night, and we were – me, you, and our and – our, one of our other co-managers, three-person league that we're managing here, uh -huh. three-person team. And I was mentioning, you know, we're talking about defenses late, and we was talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. And I was saying how they're, you know, every year I come up with this defense. <laughs> I missed last year. I didn't get one last year. But the year before that, it was the, the Washington football team. Mm -hmm. And the year before that, it was the San Francisco 49ers. So I have to ask you, Greg, did that conversation have anything to do with you making that transaction <laughs> in the League of Extraordinary People this morning? I can't confirm nor deny that, you know. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, it definitely had into play. I mean, you know, this is one of the fantasy football experts in, in the in, in the fantasy world right here. So, uh, you know, I, I got to, you know, it definitely helped out. It definitely influenced it a little bit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing the matchup with Detroit, yeah, yeah, it, it was nice. It was nice. I mean, the matchup with Detroit is juicy for week yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, so I like, yeah. I like the stream. But, but if we could, if this is a season long pickup, then that's even better. Like, that's even better. Get it for free. <laughs> Don't have to use no no auction bunny or nothing like that. Oh man, I like that one, man. I like it. I didn't <laughs> like the transaction. I, I sent you some some mean words via text message. As soon as I saw that, I got the alert from Yahoo. I was very upset. Um, 
But my defensive stream of the week. <laughs> wow, I haven't even been putting these up, Greg's. Oh, uh, it's okay. Bow, 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 <laughs> bow, 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 bow. My defensive stream of the week. That's gonna happen a lot. I feel like this year. Uh, my defensive stream of the week is the Miami Dolphins, eighteen percent rostered in Yahoo leagues. Uh, they're favored at home. And against the New England Patriots, I will say that. That's a caveat. But it's Matt Patricia and Joe Judge's first game as co-offensive coordinator for the Patriots or whatever the hell they're doing over there with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Let's see how this one goes down. I mean, Miami does have a good defense. They have a good secondary. Granted, Byron Jones is going to miss the first game. Um they they they've got pass rushers uh, Jalen Phillips who's up and coming uh, in his second season. Uh, I think that there's a there's an opportunity here. You know, being two two and a half point favorites at home, these offensive coordinators doing being offensive coordinators for the first time at the NFL level after being defensive coordinators and special teams coordinators. I'm curious to see how this one really does work out. So, um, yeah, Miami fire them up. Like it. Like it for sure. Uh, when I I was gonna mention, even if Philadelphia wasn't the option, then Miami is just as good. Uh, definitely with the matchup and um, always a talented defense getting uh, those interceptions. Well, we got a question here, uh, Greg, coming from Miles. Should we drop Michael Carter for J.K. Dobbins? I th- I think you should. Yeah, I mean, depending on what your running back situation is looking like, I mean, I don't know, uh, you know, what the because yeah, JK might not be ready for week one. Yeah, that's the that's yeah. the problem, right? JK might not be ready for week one. Michael Carter will be an you know, we've talked about him before on the show. You know, will he be an option, uh, as you know, the the lead back potentially for the first couple of weeks for the New York Jets? I think that he 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 will be. Uh, so with that being said, you know, he will have volume. But, again, it comes down to, like, who else is on your roster, what other running backs you have available. You know, could you pick up J.K. Dobbins and you would still have running backs to start and be okay? I, I would say if that's the case, then, yeah, fire him up. Yeah, completely agree. Um, J.K., just season long, I think, definitely has more upside um, if you have the, the, the depth to take it. Um, again, Winning week one is definitely important, you know, for just, you know, confidence, everything, just starting off, at, coming out the gates, uh, want to know. But uh, for sure, J.K. is going to be there all season long and for you in the fantasy playoffs. Definitely. And something else just popped in my head, like, what if J.K. Dobbins goes to out, right? Then you could put him in it. If you have an IR spot, True. you could put him True. in the IR spot, and then you still pick up Michael Carter. Yep. Right, depending yep. on the, your, your waiver and free agency rules. But appreciate the question, Miles. Um, yeah, definitely. If you are watching live and you have questions, throw them in the chat and, you know, as long as time permits, we'll get to them for sure. Um, time to start our Thursday night preview. Uh, he says, going back to miles, he says he's got JT for net and acres. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's chilling. You're chilling. He's chilling. I would, I'm just not like a 10 team, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would I would pick up I would pick up J.K. Dobbins and, and yeah. drop Michael Carter for sure. Yep. Assuming that J.T. is Jonathan Taylor, but yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I 
I don't know any other JT worth worth putting an acronym for. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, let's get into let's get into Thursday night football, and I do have to say it's our yearly reminder. I say it every week, but I say it on this day especially because people tend to forget. Get those Thursday night players out of your flex, please. We'll be hearing it all year, all year. Hey, it's it's something you got to remind yourself. It reminds us to do it. It's it's just a good practice for sure, man. It happens. Monday night, those guys in your in your RB spot, oh, you get a uh, have the questionable tag already and listen out. You're out here starting a guy that's going to give you zero points, so you don't want to end up in that situation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, tonight's probably not. The, I mean, you know, with with the matchup against the Bills and the, and the Rams, this is probably not the matchup where you're overly concerned about something like this because Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, those guys are going to be in your QB one slots. Your your um you know, your wide receiver one slot, so on and so forth. It's really about like the Devin Singletary's and the, you know, Isaiah McKenzie's or even the Gabe Davis's who might be a flex. You you consider them a flex play, but if you're playing them, make sure you put them in a running back or a wide receiver slot because like Greg was saying, you don't want to get caught with, you know, J.K. Dobbins, for example, he's in your running back slot and he's inactive, and now you need to find a running back to put in that slot. Whereas if you know for a fact that you're going to be starting Devin Singletary in your flex, put him in your running back slot, put J.K. Dobbins in your flex spot so that if J.K. Dobbins does go out, you can at least even pick up a wide receiver or a tight end if it fits Yep. So whatever, whatever you need to do at that point, but just please get those Thursday night players out of your flex. Moving on to the game. It's been a minute since we've done it, Greg, but we've got the 0-0 zero zero Buffalo Bills traveling to L.A. to take on the 0-0 zero zero Los Angeles Rams. This game has a 52 and a half point total according to FanDuel Sportsbook. The Buffalo Bills are two and a half point favorites. In terms of weather, we're okay. In terms of injuries, Isaiah McKenzie, the wide receiver for Buffalo, has been dealing with an undisclosed injury, but he's back at practice now. Um, for safety, Jordan Poyer for the Buffalo Bills, he was dealing with an injury as well, but it seems like he is on track to play. For the L.A. Rams, Van Jefferson's recovering from a knee injury. So it seems at this point that he's maybe questionable at best. Oh, yeah. He's listed out on well, my fantasy oh. lineup. So, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So if, he, if he's already been ruled out, then then uh, I, I I missed that. These these notes I typed up a, a little, a, you know, yesterday or so. Uh, so I could be uh, get, having, you know, some, some – un- outdated news here with him recovering from a knee injury. So he could potentially be out. Uh, I know it was leaning that way. Uh, so, you know, Ben Stromanek and Tutu Atwell, those guys probably will step up, which means. More Cooper Cup. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, for the, oh, can, also for the Rams, uh, 
Matthew Stafford has been dealing with an elbow injury. So, you know, that's, that's been the like the most famous elbow in the United States all summer, uh, Matthew Stafford's elbow. So, um, you know, seems Sean McVay said the other day, I, you know, I brought this up the other day. He said that, uh, his elbow is not a concern and that he could throw the ball 50 times if he had to in a game. Um, but Greg, I, I see your face because it sounds like – I mean, I think I know what your face is saying, but why don't you just – I don't want to speak for you, so why don't you say what I think you're saying? Oh, that coaches lie? Or is that what we're saying? Yeah. Here? Oh, specifically yeah. Sean McVay. Oh, He's Sean McVay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot coaches specifically. Yeah. Sean McVay is a liar. Yes. yes. Yeah. Sean, <laughs> we have this on this show, the Fantasy Football Diagnostics, we have a list of coaches who are known liars, and Sean McVay is on that list. Yeah, yeah, he's on him. Yeah, Pete Carroll. They, oh, Pete they're Carroll's. both in the same division. Oof. Yeah, they're 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 liars. They, yeah, they lie. It's okay. Like we accept them for who they are, and that's okay. But we just know that when Sean McVay says Matthew Stafford could throw the ball fifty times today <laughs> if I asked him to, <laughs> I feel really nervous about Matthew. Word. I don't think he even wants him to do that. Like, yeah, it worked. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Greg, where are you at with this game in terms of the, uh, the, the, the size, the totals and the picks? Ah, this is a tough one. I've been going back and forth up into this show as far as who's going to win the game, but I think I'm going to go Buffalo to win Buffalo to cover two and a half field goal game. And I'm going to take the over, um, yeah, this is set up to be a great game. Just a lot of matchups, a lot of stars in this game. Uh, just on the Buffalo side, you know, you got Josh Allen going against that D-line, uh, Aaron Darnold, maybe specifically other people in that line. Uh, but Josh Allen, QB1 this week. You drafted him to be a top three guy every week. Um, he's going to be, I think, my MVP for the season. So, yeah, he's going to be a guy that's going to come in and, and do what you have to do, either throwing or rushing. Um, as far as their running backs, you got Devin Singletary, you got James Cook. You got Zach Moss. Uh, we're going to see how it plays out this week. That's probably the most intriguing line for intriguing story for the Buffalo Bills, how that those splits are going to be. Uh, I think to start, um, Devin Singletary will probably get uh, touches maybe on, you know, for the first couple drives. I think they're going to mix in a, a little bit of James Cook. Um, I think Zach Moss might be this the odd man out here, but that's uh, just, you know, what I'm feeling for, for this game. Um, Stefan Diggs versus Jalen Ramsey. How how's that's gonna play out? Is you know Jalen Ramsey gonna be shadowing Diggs a lot? Uh, is, you know, is, is Diggs gonna get the you know the the opportunities he wants? Um, so I have, I have Diggs as a low end wide receiver one. Uh, just bumped down a little bit just because of the matchup with Ramsey and Dawson Knox. Man, I mean you've got to follow the money. We talk about that. This man just got paid today. He got his money, fifty three point six contract extension over the next four years. Uh, that's, that's pretty good for a tight end. So, yeah, I think that he's definitely utilized, especially if Stefan Diggs uh, and Isaiah McKenzie um, are, you know, getting uh, locked up in, in, in their matchups. I think that Austin Knox is a, a low and tight end one play for this week. On the Rams side, Stafford, I have him mid-tier QB1. I have the over in this game. So so both teams are going to be putting up points. Um, just, you know, week one, defense, defense defenses are going to be still adjusting. Uh, Cam Akers, uh, I do like him in this matchup. Um, just being a solid RB2. Uh, Cooper Cup, we talked about how Van Jefferson is out. That just bumps up the top two guys, uh, Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. I think both are great plays. Of course, Cooper Cup is top three every week. 
and uh, Allen Robinson. Uh, I think he's definitely a top 20 play going into this week. Um, if anything, Van Jefferson being out could help Tyler Higby a little bit uh, as a guy that, you know, had 85 targets last year. Um, it's about almost about six a game. Um, you're getting it from Matthew Stafford. He had over 560 60 yards. So Tyler Higby is also a, a good you know, streaming value as well. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm I with you on everything but the total. I'm taking Buffalo to cover, taking Buffalo to win. I am going to take the under. 52 and a half is there's a lot of points with two good defenses. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of just, just where I'm at with that. Uh, don't – yeah, uh, Buffalo, again, they were really good on defense, obviously. And like I said, Matthew Stafford dealing with that elbow. So how many – pass attempts do we really see from True. him when they try to lean on this run game, you know, and obviously that slows down the clock. So on the Buffalo side, uh, it is, it is the pass game for me. The match, the matchup is tough, but you drafted Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs high. Like, so you're, yeah. you're going to yeah. play them. You didn't, you didn't draft them to, to, you didn't draft them, you know, where you did to sit them in this matchup. So you're, you're definitely going to play them. Gabe Davis, um, you know, he's, he's been a hot, uh, breakout pick, you know, I think the matchup is, is tough here. So he's a wide receiver three for me this week, but obviously we know the upside he, he has. So, you know, he's in my lineups and unless, you know, you know, you have a defend a definitive second option. Um, McKenzie, if he can go as someone I'm, I'm into, especially given the matchup in PPR league, I mean, um, you know, this pass rush should be after him, you know, after Josh Allen, that should lead to maybe some shorter passes, some passes to the slot. Uh, and especially with, you know, how strong uh, the Rams are with, you know, Jalen Ramsey and being probably matched up with Stefan Diggs, uh, you know, that should allow McKenzie to, to make some plays. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm not going to lie, man, when Dawson Knox, you know, I saw that contract, I was like, <laughs> what? Like, what? <laughs> you know, like he was my bust and now he's getting paid. Like that's, like, that's never, that's never going to be good for me. Word, word, you know, yo. Word. I was like, oh, he got paid today? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, so, they, they, they want to target him. That's, I mean, that's, yeah, they're not so going to pay him for nothing. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, but he's tied. Obviously, if you, you know, I don't have him ranked highly this week. Uh, you know, I, 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 if obviously you want to attach yourself to Josh Allen and you see a high a game with a high total, uh, Buffalo's favored. Um, Dawson Knox, you know, you drafted him, you're gonna you're gonna put him out there, but you know, I, I don't have any Dawson Knox to play, so I can't, you know, really speak from that perspective. Um, <laughs> but on the on the you know, in terms of the running backs, I'm with you. I think you know, we see Singletary get mixed in. I think James Cook gets mixed in, but I do think Zach Moss gets mixed in as well. I mean, sure. there's been a lot of positive reports about him, and um. You know, there was a he played some snaps, you know, some snaps in the preseason with with the Josh Allen led offense, and he was used as the goal line back in some of those situations. So it kind of just leads me to think this whole thing is going to be a mess. Um, you know, the you know basically the whole year, uh, you know, where you could you could legitimately legitimately get like a 30, 30, 30 split with these you know between oh, these three guys with like Josh Allen man. getting like the other ten percent and like yeah. whatever fifty percent of the red zone stuff. So like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So um, on the Rams side, not into I'm not into Stafford this week. You know, again, some of the things I talked about, the Buffalo defense is good. Um, you know, the elbow, 
the, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, I think Cup has wide receiver one upside every week you play him. Um, you know, again, the matchup's tough. They don't have Tredavious White, the Bills do, but they were still a good defense even after he went down. Um, they, you know, they were still able to adjust, and they drafted Kyrie Lim in the first round, and, you know, they drafted another corner high as well. So, yeah, I think that, you know, the, the infrastructure of their, of their defense, the, their safety play could allow is going to allow them to, to play well against the, the Rams. So Allen Robinson, he's in wide receiver two, wide receiver three range for me. Uh, and then Cam Akers, from based on everything we think we know, right, week one's always funny because it's like what we think we know, like Cam Akers is the lead back. Um, but you could get away with flexing Daryl Henderson in a pinch. McVeigh has talked about, you know, getting both these guys involved. Um, again, I keep talking about the elbow, but if that's true, then you're probably going to lean on this run game here. Uh, and you have two backs you, you probably want to use. So, um, yeah, I think you could you think you could get away with flexing Daryl Henderson. I would yeah. play Daryl Henderson over a Bills running back. I agree. I agree with that totally. For sure. Yeah. Um All right. So, Greg, it's it's that time, man. You got a bold prediction for us. What's up? I do. I do. Uh I'm going to go with Josh Allen. This, at least you know, you know the the rushing you know the running back situation just being a nightmare. Josh Allen gets two rushing touchdowns this, this game. <laughs> yes, I like that. Josh Allen two rushing touchdowns. I could dig that. I could dig that for sure. Um, I definitely think he gets one. For sure. I, yeah. I definitely think he gets yeah, one. He gets one. <laughs> two, is, bold, uh, yeah. two is bold. Two is bold. Yeah, two is bold. Um, my bold prediction is that. The is that Stefan Diggs and mm-hmm. Gabe Davis combine for more than 35 PPR points. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, nice. it doesn't yeah. sound super bold, but given the matchup against yeah. the Rams, yeah. Jalen Ramsey, I think it's you know, I think it, it meets the criteria here. Yeah, that's some touchdowns in there. That's possibly a hundred yard game in there. So yeah, that's that's nice. And the best part of it is, like, if Stefan Diggs gets five points and Gabe Davis gets 31 points, I, I still He's still, win. yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, all right, man. So that is all we have for Thursday night. Everybody, enjoy Thursday night football. Please remember, get those Thursday night football players. Please. Get those Thursday night players out of your flex. And come back tomorrow. We'll break down all the 1 p.m. games. And then come back on Saturday, and we're going to break down the rest of the slate of games, doing our starts of the week, playing some get money, having a lot of fun here. So, everybody, we appreciate y'all. Make sure you subscribe and, uh, you know, get those notifications so you can stay tapped in. And we'll catch y'all later. Peace. We out.